You're listening to Drive and Convert, a podcast about helping online brands to build a better e-commerce growth engine with John McDonald and Ryan Garrow. Welcome, everyone. Today is a fun day because I was wrong and John was right. And that happens so infrequently. <laughs> Actually, no, it happens more often than I'd like to admit. <laughs> But I just told you, hey, every squirrel finds a nut. I just happened to have gotten lucky. Yeah. And this is something I've believed for a while, John. At Logical Position, we run lots of shopping. In fact, more than anybody else. So all of this shopping traffic off of Google and Microsoft goes to product pages almost across the board. And I've always been of the opinion before, you know, today, I was today years old, learning how wrong I was, that People go from shopping ads to product pages and they expect to see the product page. And it's been fairly standardized across the major platforms. Product image in the middle, description stuff on the right, buy button above the fold, suggested products, hopefully down there at the bottom. You can obviously change things up on landing page, but people expect to do it. No reason to change that and let it go. Why would you invest in a landing page builder? Because you're just running your traffic to shopping pages. Who cares? You changed my mind. <laughs> so the main question we're answering today is why on earth, if I'm running all this traffic to my product pages and it's working, but I even need to invest in a landing page builder and send that shopping traffic somewhere other than the product page mm-hmm. that's already built. So yeah. why do I need to do that, John? Tell me why I was wrong. Yeah. And I'm not going to get into the weeds about using a particular builder versus whatever. I mean, really, let's go higher level in that in terms of I just want to prove why I'm right about using landing pages instead of running ads to your product detail pages. And I think that's what we should focus on Mm -hmm. because I don't want to make you feel too bad and keep going and keep digging (laughs) that hole for you. But here's the reality, right? It's all around context for the visitor, right? That's really what this comes down to. The visitor is not going to know everything about your product or your brand as well as you do as being an employee of the brand, right? Mm -hmm. So just sending them to that PDP, it's just making so many assumptions that the consumer will figure everything out for themselves. And that's just not true. So due to that, sending them to a dedicated landing page is just often going to really increase your conversion rates. Got it. And I assume you see a lot more data than I do around conversion rates of PDPs versus landing page software builders. And I'm also assuming on this then that my shopping traffic that's going to a product page, I'm interrupting that and I'm sending them to a product page under a landing page builder, essentially. That's fair. You can and you should be able to have an option to sell off that landing page. But that doesn't always need to be the case. Let's talk about what's going on here. And you know, really, when you're driving traffic to a product page, you're driving most likely that perspective traffic to a page that immediately focuses on selling. Mm-hmm. And I want to just say, you know, you should have an option to buy or at least take that next step and convert, right? Again, conversion optimization is all about just getting somebody to the next step in the funnel. Doesn't mean you're closing the deal at the first step, second step, et cetera, right? You need a funnel that's right for your product and however complicated that product is. But, you know, it's like being on a sales call and someone says, hey, you can just buy it right now. Well, you're unlikely to do that, right? Your sale is going to die right there. So why are you doing that with your potential customers? Most people are sending everybody to a PDP and expecting them just to buy. They just need to be ready to buy. Go ahead, you found that in Google Shopping. That must mean you've done all your research and you're ready to buy. Mm -hmm. That's very unlikely. 
right? Everybody loves to talk about building a brand, but are you really building a brand if you're just sending people to your PDP? Very unlikely, right? If that's the first touch, they don't know. They have no context. They have no idea who you are, what pain you're solving. So instead, with a landing page, you can really curate that information. I think that's what's going to be key here is controlling what somebody sees and helping them down that funnel and that journey. So the best part about landing pages is you can curate what somebody sees based on where they came from. And I think that's what's really important. Mm. So you're running an ad set. And that ad set has a particular message. You should have alignment of that message on the landing page. It is near impossible without a lot of personalization tools that get very expensive and unwieldy for most brands to run a ad group message and have that message align on a PDP and then replicate that across several ad groups and messages. It's just unlikely to happen, right? Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things that people need to think about and I hear this all the time is like, well, yeah, I built a landing page. I've optimized a landing page. There is no limit on the number of landing pages that you can have. So just do one for each message that you're using in your ads and then have some alignment between those. So you're talking about two, in addition to product pages, like you might land on a category page that we've talked through multiple times, but you might build a landing page builder that may make it easier to do some of those tiles. Because I've talked to a lot right. of people over the last couple of weeks, even after our last podcast around category pages, mm-hmm. building those tiles isn't out of the box easy to do on Shopify, even big commerce, because they're so stuck on what's well, not a product in your feed. Therefore, it's not mm-hmm. going to show on a category. Right. So even just using a landing page build on your category landing pages from an ad standpoint would be. Yeah, to replicate helpful. that experience, right? Mm-hmm. And, and be able to customize it how you want. And free product idea for anyone who wants to build it, the good would certainly be a customer. Build a Shopify plugin that allows you to add quality tiles. It's a big need. I haven't been able to find it or hear about it. So if you've got it, message us somehow. Let us know what it is. Yeah, Yeah, we Uh, always end up doing it manually and building it into the theme, which is certainly an option. But yeah, free product idea. There you go. Landing page builder. You would say, hey, we want to be able to keep the themes. Like, for example, two of our kids got connected watches so they can text and call us when they're not in the home. And if I'm looking for that, and let's say we went with a company called Gap, but let's just say my initial search would have been like, you know, smartwatch for kid. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to see it on shopping and be like, oh, it was half off yesterday, which is why my wife directed me to buy it yesterday. (laughs) And say, half off, I'll take it. But it was a non-brand search. I didn't know what I was looking for yet. And so you would land me on a product page from shopping and Mm -hmm. I don't know Gab from another thing. So your first non-brand visit to your site, you might want to have something a little bit more about Gab or the brand rather Mm -hmm. than just the product. Now, if I'm only looking for a Gab watch, maybe you want to send that more to a product, typical product page versus more information. Again, that's a message from a branded search. And if you know you're capturing that term, you could send them directly to a product page because they're looking for your product, right? If you run a search query for a particular model number, something of that sort that you're running an ad against, yeah, sure, send them to the PDP. But if I'm looking for Kids Connected Watch, okay, I'm doing research. I'm in research mode. Mm -hmm. And when you're in research mode, the page and the resulting page for that click needs to be all around education. And that's... The second step here is product pages often have no real educational components to them, Mm -hmm. right? So unless that brand's really well known, your product page is just doing a really poor job of teaching people 
why your brand is different and what problem you're sending out to solve and why someone should even trust you in the first place. And so really education is going to be key here. And it's hard to do all that job. You're asking a lot of a PDP Mm -hmm. to be the education. And this is why I said not all landing pages need to sell. Maybe the landing page does the education component and then takes you to the PDP to sell, right? If most PDPs are just doing a horrible job explaining why they should get a share of, of your money in exchange for their product, I think you really need to focus on more than just details and specs, which is what a PDP is good at, right? So a PDP can really tell you, here's the size, here's the material, here's what it looks like on a model, here's you know all the potential use cases maybe. But taking that extra step will really help you sell at a premium price point. If it's a commodity, probably don't need to have a landing page because it's a commodity. But if you want to really set yourself apart, help explain why a product is worth that premium price or whatever you're charging for it, 100% you need a different page to do that job. Okay, so if I'm sending traffic from shopping ads on Google, I have to have the price that I showed in the ad and the ability Mm -hmm. to add to cart. That part of the PDP has to still live. But do you think that if I'm designing a landing page off of Google shopping traffic, that I probably have to scroll down a few thumb scrolls or scroll down on my screen to get to that product information and the education's on on the top? Or am I almost yeah. splitting the screen and the education's left, product right? Well, I think that you should have an easy way for people to purchase right away. I'm just saying don't make that the only focus of the page. So if you want to put that up front, hey, ready to buy, click here, and then that's great. If you need to educate more, I would focus on the education and then, yeah, you could do a side panel or it's really common lately. You've probably seen a lot of these landing pages where the add to cart and price, things like that are up in a bar along the top of the page that stays there. It's like a sticky, almost like a sticky nav, but it's really not. It's more of an add to cart, a sticky add to Ah, cart. As you say, Mm -hmm. it just stays. Yeah. Ah. So when you're ready to buy, it's there. Right. You could do it at the bottom of the page, at the top. You could have a sidebar, although that's less common, especially because of mobile. So I think, you know, you have options, but the key here is you're focusing not on converting the sale, you're focusing on education. You're listening to Drive and Convert, a podcast focused on e commerce growth. Your hosts are John McDonald, founder of The Good conversion rate optimization agency that works with e-commerce brands to help convert more of their visitors into buyers, and Ryan Garrow of Logical Position, the digital marketing agency offering pay-per-click management, search engine optimization, and website design services to brands of all sizes. If you find this podcast helpful, please help us out by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and sharing it with a friend or colleague. Thank you. Got it. Okay. I like that idea quite a bit. Okay. So I'm going to go from traffic to a product page, I guess. And the air quotes that came up there for those of you that can't see it. (laughs) But I'm talking about the brand or the product in a way that lets people see differently than they would by just hitting that typical product page. So that, you know, richer content, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe more unique visuals. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. So even if you're selling at a lower price point, there's still a lot of value can breathe that you're creating a value that's above the price point, regardless of whether you're selling premium or less expensive. You're just making it easier to see, oh, I should click that buy because I can see all this stuff. Okay, great. All right. So outside of that education piece, 
from a, instead of a product, you're educating more. What else do I need to be aware of or think through besides, all right, education, provide more value than mm-hmm. I can on a general product page? Yeah. Well, I think the last major component really is that PDPs lack this ability to create a page that just aligns with the reason that the visitor is on the landing page in the first place, right? So what is the angle that your product is selling under? Again, this ties into what I've been saying over and over, which is you need alignment between the message of the ad and the page, right? But you need to explain here, what's the benefit for that visitor? What's the pain or need you're trying to solve with that product? Even if the need or the pain in some cases is just a want, right? Maybe it's just, I desire to have this product, right? If that's the case, you still need to have an angle for why they want it that aligns with what their search was, right? So maybe it's, I want that because, you know, all the famous influencers have it, right? So, I mean, look at the Stanley water cup that everyone has. Well, right? gonna, we just had over. a giveaway for our employees of Stanley water cups. I'm like, oh my okay. goodness. Like, well, there you go, right? And I bet they all loved it. And they were like, oh, probably the best amazing, promo we've right? ever had, probably. Yeah, there you go. What's funny about that, though, is every influencer on TikTok or Instagram has it. So every mom wants it. And that's where it started, that demographic, right? But if you tried to sell that to me as if you were marketing to a mom, I'm not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want the mom cup, right? So think about it in that way. I might buy it as a gift for my wife mm-hmm. if she didn't already have some, but whatever. The whole point here is you can really tailor with landing pages, but if you just try to have your PDP do all of that work on the angle side of why your product is better and who it's for, et cetera, you're really just creating more issues because your PDP just can't handle all of that. Mm-hmm. It really can't. Yeah, because there's going to be searches like the functionality of the Stanley Cup. You can't deny it. Like it fits in the right. cup holder, it still holds 40 ounces. I drink a lot of water. And good to hear you're being healthy. Yeah. I just I I'll drink I've been drinking a gallon of water for probably 10, 15 years. Like no problem. Wow. Um, I drink a gallon of coffee. Does that count? There's water in coffee. I actually right? have to I monitor them like, okay, I've had my generally three small Nespresso's a day is what my limit on coffee is. And then it's like okay. I gotta have a gallon beyond that. But one of my struggles with like right now, I'm drinking out of a little soda stream bottle. We have a, a one of those nugget ice machines. Like it's what makes me feel fancy in my house. Yeah, like I have I a nugget it. ice machine. It's really great. Getting ice in there is a pain in the ass. But I, I will steal my wife's extra stand because you know she has like five, and I there's always one there. Yeah, so I'll steal it. But ice gets in there easy, and I'll drink through the straw. I'm like, great, this is really cold. I like it. I'm feeling great. But then it's like it's pink, or it's like ah, it's just. So if yeah. I'm going there, the functionality it does keep it very cold for the ten minutes yeah. it takes me to drink forty ounces of water. But you could message that. Like, I'm going to search probably differently than my wife. Like, she's going to be mm-hmm. looking for the influencer color that she saw. Like, so I just randomly happen to see that there's some new blue that is mm-hmm. going to sell out. And I'm like, I don't care. Randomly. Yeah. Right? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm talking to my wife about her Stanley <laughs> things and I'm seeing ads now. Weird. <laughs> They're listening. But you'd be like, hey, I need a, you know, insulated, you know, mug. Or, you know, mm-hmm. maybe I'm going to look for a black one or I'm going to look for something that would be more along the color scheme I'd like than the pink and the yellow that I have to choose from now in my wife's collection. You could message that. Or maybe there is a, a yeah. way that certain influencers are targeting men on social media. Like I follow Grill Guy because he's funny. So if mm-hmm. Grill Guy was like, yeah, I got a Stanley mug that were a collaboration with Grill Guy. Stanley, if you do that, I just send me one. 
But it would be like, hey, grill guy mug, that would be messaged generally across to men. And you'd have a very different right. appearing landing page than you would for a woman. Exactly. So it goes back to the first point, right? Which is context. It all needs to be about context. And that's why this is important. Where a PDP can't answer every question as much as you may try. And it can't have context for every single visitor. So if you have a single demographic with a single pain point, that you know your product solves, then sure, send them to that PDP because you can talk directly to that one customer, Mm -hmm. right? And if you listen to any copywriting expert, take any course on copywriting, they're always going to say, write your copy for one single person. And that's what's going to perform best, right? So you're really niching it down. You're addressing that pain point. You're using language they're familiar with. All of that is going to be helpful, but it's so hard if you have a product that is going after multiple demographics, you're going to have a really hard time having a great converting PDP on its own if that's where you're sending all your traffic to. Now, if somebody's on your site and they end up on your homepage or a category page or something like that, which helps with the branding and answering all of these questions we've talked about today, then yeah, your PDP can also be optimized to help facilitate the sale, right? But What we're talking about here is the step up in the funnel. And too many people are trying to cram the PDP up the funnel when it really is one of those last steps or the last step in the funnel. So Yeah, I fully agree. Non-brand traffic up shopping is massive. And that's where you get a lot of people doing research. It's the first touch. Mm -hmm. But in theory, with this process, you could probably shorten up the touch points between first touch on a non-brand shopping traffic page to purchase Mm -hmm. because you've done a better job educating and showing value and answering brand questions. So that'd be what I'd want to start testing and seeing. And and so on that, what's the practical easiest way to test this for, let's say if you have a ton of money, it's easy. You're going to go buy a really expensive page builder and go full bore. But how does a small Shopify brand test this practically on their site? Well, even with Shopify, you can set up a new page template that you just replicate, right? Yep. So set up a new page template that you're going to use as your landing page. And it doesn't have to be a product. It doesn't have to be in your navigation. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's probably going to show up in search engines, but that's okay if someone lands there because it has a relevant content to what their search engine was, right? The other option, I mean, you know, without getting into too many of the tools, there are hundreds of landing page services out there that you can use that will allow you to use your own domain name and put it under like uh, an additional directory, right? So you could do your domain slash LP slash, you know, for landing page, right? And the consumers aren't going to really see that LP in the URL and think, oh yeah, this is a custom landing. Like they're just going to see how many times are you even looking at the URL? Yeah. Honest, right. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Chrome even hides most of it these days. So the reality is, it's much easier than people make it out to be. And you don't need to be a technical wizard to create a custom landing page. I mean, heck, you could go create a WordPress site and have those be landing pages and then it redirects to the PDP. Hmm. Now, is that trustworthy? Yeah, I'd say you're going to take a knock on that because the domain's going to change, et cetera. But I guess my point here is stop limiting yourself by thinking you have to A, have a developer and B, go buy a huge landing page tool right? And spend all this money and commit to a year contract, all that other stuff. Just start simple. Mm -hmm. Create a new page on your Shopify site 
with a generic page template, right? You can have your navigation in it, though not recommended. It can, you could start there, right? Or hire a developer, a Shopify developer, to just build a new template that's a landing page template. That's pretty simple. It wouldn't take them but a couple hours probably to hide your navigation and create a CTA or that bar we talked about at the top or bottom of the page that lets you choose what product shows there and has an add to cart. That's a day's work at most. So, you know, all of these things are very doable. And I encourage people to think outside of that box that they're in on this, where they have to shoehorn things in or really go out and have an expensive page builder. You just don't. Yeah, like simplify. Like all you're trying to do is figure Mm -hmm. out if this at scale could make big enough improvements to justify a larger investment at the end of the day. Right. Right. Okay, so if you test one product on a landing page versus the PDP on some shopping traffic and your conversion rate doubles, whoa, now you have proof to say, yes, if I scale this across the site, chances are I'm going to see some results and then just make iterative improvements on that. So I would even suggest testing like, duplicate the product Mm -hmm. and say, if you have the same product that could appeal to men or women for different searches, duplicate the product on a different ID. So you're just testing one, like keep the old one, don't change that. And just say, hey, you have a second product in your feed that is going to show in shopping for maybe different searches. So you can change the description and the same product, you'd call it something maybe slightly different, but it wouldn't be tremendously complicated on Shopify to probably execute that. Love it. Yeah. Okay, so as a quick recap, step one, John, we've got to come up with context. Understand Mm -hmm. why this visitor is coming to this page. If you don't understand that, you better figure that out quick. (laughs) Almost make an assumption that you do understand why people are coming there. There you go. And then you have to understand then the curation of the page so you're not just trying to sell, sell, sell. You have to set it up so you're like, hey, let's start building a brand first. Still maybe Mm. have the conversion up there, but it's not just like, yeah, pick your options and go buy because that's not what people are generally coming when they're mid upper funnel search terms. So curation of the page, educate that Mm -hmm. the purpose of that page now is going to be education. And if you're educating well, generally you can shorten that conversion timeframe than you would have without that education piece on the PDP, tell them what they're getting, build that value through education. And then the angle that your product's selling under. So, you know, what's that specific pain point that you're solving for that viewer? So if you're selling Stanley Cups to men, make sure it's that angle is selling to men because you're landing the men on this version of the Stanley landing page. There you go. Did I miss anything? Any last Well, I guess the only question is, have I convinced you otherwise? No, no. I am definitely going to be talking more about landing pages versus product pages. The PDP is probably not as... Not at all. It's built up to be, and I've seen the light now, so I have a lot of conversations to go back and have. <laughs> I'm glad I could be of service. Hey, I'm glad that I didn't learn this two, three years down the road after I have another thousand conversations and say something Uh-oh. dumb on stage where you're coming up after me and tell me I'm wrong. That's why you don't have me speak anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> too dangerous. John, thanks for the time and the education and uh, helping me see my blind spots. Always valuable. Yeah, we'll chat soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Drive and Convert with John McDonald and Ryan Garrow. To keep up to date with new episodes, you can subscribe at driveandconvert.com.